listening to The Gender Rebels. I'm Kathleen, a cis woman and ally. And I'm Faith, a trans woman. Gender Rebels is a question and answer podcast that explores life outside the gender binary. A big thanks to our Patreon supporters. If you'd like to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gender rebels. Hey everyone, I'm Kath. And I'm Faith. Faith, do we have any new patrons to thank? We do. We have Lindsay. Lindsay, thank you so much. Thank you, Lindsay. We have a listener question. We do. This one came to us via Twitter. Yeah. If you ever want to Twitter at us, we are at the Gender Rebels. Yes. So you could you could Twitter or or twat as I think it's called. I think it's twatting. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So this was twatted to us, and the question is: I'm a trans woman and musician and podcaster. Awesome, and love your podcast. But I would love to have a conversation about being a trans woman who doesn't pass or care to. Yeah. It's a good question. It's a good topic, too. So passing and just not giving a shit about passing. Right, right. Yeah. So we've had a bunch of episodes about passing. We have. Before. Um, why does it matter? How important is it? Should it be the goal? And so we don't want to rehash all those ideas, but essentially we have come up with it's certainly safer. It can be pass. safer, yes. Um I imagine it's much less stressful. It can be. If you pass, it can be easier for your family to accept you. But a lot of people hesitate to transition because they're not 100% sure they're ever going to pass. Yeah. And then you've got this unpleasant choice ahead of you of being an unhappy birth gender person or a person who is the correct gender. Yeah. The one you truly feel you are, but constantly knows they don't pass yeah i mean i think this is a good time to unpack privilege as a concept good privilege is basically i think the best metaphor i've ever heard for it was one i heard from you Mm -hmm. i'm gonna assume you made it up which is video games playing life on easy Mm -hmm. so someone who is wealthy and white and male and cis and straight is essentially playing life on easy. Yes. Someone who is physically disabled, has mental health issues, is a person of color, grows up poor. Isn't American. Is gay and, and trans. Mm-hmm. Is playing life on hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's what privilege really is. And is, it's not to say that all white males have it totally easy. It's not it. It's yeah. just... Everything else being equal, would your life have been harder had you been black, had you been female, had you been poor? Something like that. Yes. So we should say real quick, this is a big issue I think a lot of people have with it, is they say like, people are like, well, you need to check your privilege or you need to recognize your privilege. Privilege is not a sin. No. Having privilege does not mean you're wrong. It does not mean that you are, have done something wrong or or whatever like that. But having privilege just means is that you had some advantages in life that mm-hmm. you probably need to recognize and quite frankly be thankful for because That's it. the privilege that we have is something that we should always give thanks for. I sat down, I'll link to this below. I sat down and like literally one day just just went through every piece of privilege. I did I did you had it, a good I, list. I did that for my blog and yeah. I just did it as an exercise for myself one day. But like the fact that I had parents who supported me who were happy to, who fed me mm-hmm. every day, didn't would have to worry about food, that mm-hmm. my parents believed in education and encouraged me to do well in school. That mm-hmm. And you, you know, always sort of knew you'd go to college. I remember reading yeah. one thing is like, 
did you grow up assuming you'd be going to college? And I'm like, yeah, they, my folks went to college. My siblings went to college. Mm-hmm. I was going to college. Yeah. But that's so not the case. We didn't have to emigrate at any no. point in our lives. Our parents didn't have to emigrate. Yeah. So it's passing is another type of privilege. Yes. Plenty, plenty, plenty of trans people don't pass mm-hmm. and live absolutely happy, fulfilling lives. So I'm sure you're right about that, but yeah. just for our skeptical audience members, how the fuck do you know that, really? Like, how do we... Because I've read people's blogs and, okay. and stuff. Okay. I myself deal with this issue. Um, I know that I can pass occasionally, but, like, I, I have other times where, like... Yesterday, we were going out to dinner, and I had to go take the subway up to the Upper West Side mm-hmm. from Brooklyn, mm-hmm. and that's like a 45 to an hour minute train ride for those not in the five boroughs, mm-hmm. and I just swear I was like, had one of those days where just like I was getting looks from everyone, yeah. where I just feel like I stood out like a sore thumb, and just everyone was looking at me like I was a freak, mm. so I have days like that. So She came to know, me at the bar, and she's like, do I, do I look different today because people were staring at me like i don't know i don't know what it is you yeah. look exactly the same to me so so i i know sort of i'm kind of on that fence. i've had moments mm-hmm. where i passed but i've also had moments where i've gotten clocked mm-hmm. and so it's i think most trans people are probably in um there's probably people who pass 100 percent of the time are the minority and mm-hmm. they're probably a vast minority again i believe you this is your lived experience but just Real quick, are there numbers? There's not any numbers. Just me having read trans people's blogs and first person accounts and talked to trans people for like a couple decades, which is anecdotal. I'm sorry. I even. (laughs) Okay. I don't have numbers. It's anecdata. Anecdata. Um, It's okay. And I think that's a hard thing to quantify and a hard thing to study. But I do think that it would be helpful. Uh, Gosh, it'd be so great if those numbers were out there. 83% of all trans people don't pass 100% of the time. Gosh, it would be so good to have that concrete number, but we just don't. We don't. And it's that's a leap of faith if you're that person who's trying to decide mm-hmm. if transitioning into a life where you are the gender you truly are, where you don't pass. And I that's one thing that really was a huge stumbling block for me in mm-hmm. deciding to transition. It took me a long fucking time. I knew I was trans when I was like three years old, mm-hmm. and I figured out what that was thanks to the internet when I was about 17. Wow. But um, I didn't transition until I was 35. Didn't start taking hormones until I was 35. And there's a lot of reasons for that. But there's one a of lot. Them is you but one you of them pass? was I thought I would be a freak. I thought mm-hmm. I didn't want to be a freak in my everyday life. Yeah. And obviously trans people aren't freaks. No. But that was my own anxiety. That was my own fear mm-hmm. of sticking out like a sore thumb sure. every day. Sure, sure. And I know other people have had that fear. And it's it's a legit fear. Everyone in society, we live in a society where humans, humans are social creatures mm-hmm. and we all want to fit in. And we're visual creatures. We you are. Know? We're not like rodents or dogs where we smell the world. We Everything is how we see and yeah. what, what our eyes tell us. And seeing someone who doesn't fit into traditional gender roles can often be it's it's a different thing. Yes. And people who are not accustomed to that will see that as different and, and different to mm-hmm. us is weird. Humans don't like different. And even threatening to yes. us. Yes. Um, 
We respond obviously, in a hostile manner. Obviously, that's something you can cognitively overcome, mm-hmm. and and people do. I mean, that's a, that's the whole issue with race and ethnicity and all kinds of stuff. Is yeah. that, is that you do? I think people have that kind of. I think everyone has that kind of um, innate fear of difference that yes. has to be cognitively or socially overcome. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to recognize. Okay, that's that like Pleistocene, you know. <laughs> caveman i mean Tribal. that caveman cro-magnon like style of of thinking that you i just have to sound overcome. like a fancy girl when you say cro-magnon that's how it's pronounced i get it but <laughs> i just really really feel like it's pronounced cro-magnon i wrote to the person i believe i you. literally had this discussion with someone i wrote to the person who coined the term <laughs> And they wrote back, because this is a fun thing you can do. You can write to academics, and they will write back. <laughs> they love it, actually. Yes. <laughs> Especially if they think you're a seven-year-old doing homework. <laughs> I, I think that's what happens. Because I've also, I've gotten a bunch of, I've gotten a bunch of emails and topics from, like, very, unlike, settling argu- bar hey, arguments. Buddy. Where, like, you know what? I'm going to Harvard.com right now. I'm finding this professor. Okay, it's Harvard.edu. Oh okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though. Um. So I did look it up. It is I, I did talk to this researcher. It's Cro-Magnon. Okay. So, so anyway, listeners, you can we say it have... right, or you can not sound like an asshole. So See, that's about options. difference. It's <laughs> about being different, <laughs> and so I'm choosing to be different. And and so there is that Hardly that part of human calm. kind of tribalism. Yes. That we all kind of have that innate. It's probably innate. It's probably partly learned to desire to fit in with a group. Mm-hmm. And when you don't fit in with a group. That can be a source of stress. Or to walk pain. around knowing that how you are presenting, how you appear right now, will be perceived as different. Yes. But there is or also... Possibly negative. Yeah. There is also that idea of othering oneself okay. and gaining power from that. Tell me about what that is. So othering yourself is, is to self-identify and to broadcast the fact that you're not trying to fit in the group. Hmm. And that is that is often, you know, that's what attracted me to, like, punk and goth aesthetics. So this isn't walking around with a huge blade, menacingly. This is okay, that's one thing. way you could other yourself. That others yourself. But, um, you know, being a punk, dressing hardcore punk, dressing mm-hmm. hardcore goth, or however, you know, those are just two. There's other ways. I mean, um, it goes the other way, right? Dressing very modestly, dressing very yes. conservatively. You are mm-hmm. saying there are these people that I want to hang out with and these people I don't want to hang out yeah. with. People and- who can't handle how this goes are really not welcome. So I think you can, in a sense, draw power from that, too. Obviously, it is. It can be a source of stress, yeah, I'd be and a source of difficulty, and a source of fear, and a source of pain, uh-huh. um, emotional pain to have to be othered. But being othered can also be a source of strength. And so, when you're a trans person who's, you know, you're you're a trans woman, and you're six foot six, and you know you've got large bones Mm -hmm. and you're gonna be like you know what i'm honestly living my life the way i want this is awesome this is happy Mm -hmm. i'm i have had the courage to come out i am comfortable in my own skin and i've had the courage to come out when coming out might have been the most difficult Mm -hmm. um for my situation Mm -hmm. and you know what i'm rocking it and i'm awesome and i'm badass Mm -hmm. and i'm cool and that is that is taking pride in the fact that you are othering yourself. Mm-hmm. That you have the courage to other yourself because it does take that courage. And yeah. so people who have, who have been in that position, 
they have incredible courage and incredible fortitude. Mm-hmm. And and it's it's so tough because I feel like I'm sort of in the middle. I've I've other I've had that you know, I'm I'm tall. Yes. I'm very tall. I'm not svelte. Mm. I was once svelte. Mm. I was once skinny, but I am not anymore. Quitting smoking and hitting my late thirties has not been great for my um Again with the cigarette skinniness. Ads. You just can't <laughs> Gender rebel cigarettes <laughs> laced with hormones. It's it's a thing that happens. You it's smoke it, it. It hurts your it not hurts your well. It hurts your lungs and your health, <laughs> yes. and your teeth, and everything about you. you. Your wallet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it um, don't smoke, kids. Don't. And if you do smoke, quit. And and I would really encourage you to do that. But um, nicotine gum, on the other hand, is good. I mean, nicotine's good for your brain. Is it? I'm not going to encourage anyone to do nicotine in any form, but I, I will say that, where was I going with the smoking thing? Skinny. Skinny. Oh, smoking does, is an appetite suppressant and- Don't smoke. When you quit smoking, you do gain weight. So I, I would so rather don't be- start I would smoking. rather have that, yeah, don't start smoking. I would rather have that 20 pounds than lungs that don't work. Okay. I agree. Um, so I that do- radiation uh, exposure. Oh yeah. It's very radioactive. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay. I, so I, I, I have this thing, you know, I'm, I'm not, I have, I have a re- weird profile of a big brow ridge. Hmm. My nose is kind of crooked. Like I'm not, I'm, I know people look at my pictures, my carefully selected pictures and think, oh, Faith must pass all the time. And she doesn't. She gets <laughs> clocked plenty and she gets misgendered plenty. And it stings like fucking hell every time and i want to scream and i want to cry and i want to run away mm-hmm. so when you're in that situation where you're not passing thing but you want to be that can be really horribly painful that can i just want to cry and run away and scream and yell and just go home and just get under the blankets and just weep um it's it's very stressful mm-hmm. i mean it's like what buddha the buddha said <laughs> Desire is the key to unhappiness. So if you if you can eliminate that and just be like, you know what? I'm awesome. I'm me. I've had the courage to come out. I'm not going to pass 100%, but I am. I don't care. I don't care. To me, passing, to me, my transition, I'm saying this is you. My transition, your transition is about accepting yourself and living the life you want to live authentically and not about other people's acceptance of you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think that is a healthy place to be. So have you thought of othering yourself? You've got a bit of a goth edge to you. I do. I do like being goth. I've, I was got very, very goth for a while and then I sort of let it go normal. Mm-hmm. When I first transitioned, when I first went to the office, I was like the anti-goth. Yeah, it was mousy librarian. Mousy librarian. Mm-hmm. And then I've slowly started just going fuck it and just getting a little more goth. So, I mean, you desire to pass and I think you do. To me, you do. From what I perceive, you do. In your, in your photos, you do. But of course, you're the one living your life and you see when people give you looks. Have you thought about deciding to just not care about passing have you thought about not shaving not wearing makeup dressing whatever comfortable goth clothes you want i i actually haven't okay and that i think is as as we sit here and talk about that seems to me almost like a weakness that that you haven't thought 
that I haven't thought of just saying fuck it. I'm just living my wife life uh, living my life the way I want to live it mm-hmm. and so okay, so you haven't thought about othering yourself. You haven't thought about being out there, fuck all y'all. Some of you can handle it, some of you can't. No, I mean I think that is I think that takes a ton of courage and yeah. I'm not sure I have that much courage. I think I want to take the easy road yeah. instead of the harder road. And and being in that situation where you're like, you know what, fuck it, I'm living my authentic life. I'm not living it for other people. Mm-hmm. I'm living it for me. Mm-hmm. That can be harder. I think that can take a little more courage and a little more fortitude. And sometimes, sometimes I have courage and fortitude in spadefuls. <laughs> and then other days I am spoonless and crying. Yeah, and... Yeah. um. It gets a little tricky. So I... So for those of you who can, just own it and work it. And this is my life. And this is how I look. And you can take it or leave it. And you've got people who leave it. And you've got the people who love you. You've got your community. I, I would worry about... Loneliness, but the same, you know, this is the same thing with punks and with goths. Yeah. They find their group. Oh, you'll find your group. Yeah. I think that's one wonderful thing about the internet is that you will find your group. You will find cool people who, There's so who many will share flavors of weirdo out there. Yeah, exactly. And not, to, not to say yours. that you're a weirdo, but I'm a weirdo. I'm a, I'm a complete weirdo. I think we're all weirdos I, in our I, own way. When I use the weirdo, I never use it pejoratively. Yes. I think I don't want to, I don't want other people to think I'm using that that way or that Agreed. we would. I, I think weird is always a compliment. Yes. Um, it's about bravery and nonconformity. Yeah. Cause I, I've always valued nonconformity. Um, so yeah. So when, when I see people mm-hmm. who are gender nonconforming in a, very visible way, especially some envies or by gender, by gender, a gender. And you see the guys with like lipstick and beards, mm-hmm. or you see the the ones who who really are so thoroughly comfortable with who they are and how they present, and they're visually very atypical. I love that. I love because then you've got this confidence and this comfort in their eyes, and it's awesome. It's awesome to see. And any of you listening who are that brave or that comfortable or don't even really care that much. That is awesome. That's so great. Yeah. And I think there's one other thing that um, the person who tweeted us talked about was being a person of color. Mm-hmm. And that is a whole other tricky thing. I am I am of Northern European descent, and so mm-hmm. is Kath. Mm-hmm. We're not exactly the people to talk about what a person of color's life is like. Mm. Um, we'd actually like to hear from y'all about this, yes, but I'm yes. about to say a little bit, um, which is that people of color in, in at least modern American society, and I think to a certain extent, this is also in other countries, mm-hmm. um, people of color are othered. Yes. And that is that, that whole colonial past, colonialism mm-hmm. still hurting society today. Yeah. But people of color are very much othered. And so when you're a trans person of color. Now you've got two things. You've got, yeah, you're double othered. And I could imagine that would be even harder. And I would love to hear, but. Yeah, no, we're interested in hearing from our uh, listeners who are people of color, who are at various points in their transition, who do identify as different points on the gender spectrum. We'd be interested to hear because we know we've skipped 
a lot of that. We know we have some blind spots. That's how it goes with privilege. And we do want to hear more of those stories because we know you're listening and you're not the only one listening. You've got your trans and NB brothers and sisters listening right now who also want to hear their stories told. Write to us. Write about concerns you've had, questions you've had, even things that we have said or skipped that you think might be relevant. We would love to hear more of that. Yeah. Okay. So when it comes to passing, I think ultimately your transition is about you. Yes. And you are the the one who decides what you want out of life. And you are the one who decides how you're going to transition, how you're going to transition. Mm-hmm. And you are the one who, 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 Decides what you're going to value when you transition Mm -hmm. and what your goals are going to be. I would say the most important thing is don't let anyone's expectations dictate how you feel. Don't look, don't look at it and go, well, I'm not passing and that's what's normal. Passing is not normal. Mm -hmm. Passing, well, I'll say normal, but passing is not necessarily the goal. Passing is not necessarily the goal. You know, the goal is to be happy. Your comfort and happiness Mm -hmm. are the goal. And if you can be happy being you, regardless of anyone else's expectations or or wants from you, that is awesome. You win. You win. (laughs) You basically have won. You win life. And that doesn't mean that that your life is going to be, you know, without its woes. Oh, yeah. Guaranteed. But it does mean that, you know, ultimately you can be happy. And that's what we wish for all each and every one of our listeners mm-hmm. is for y'all to be happy. So we would love to hear mm-hmm. from you. If we have anyone else listening who doesn't pass and never will, doesn't pass but probably will, or any other variety along that spectrum, we'd love to hear from you. What were the decisions you made? What was what was the information you had to gather to figure out what you want and what you can expect we would yeah. love love to hear from mm-hmm. our listeners absolutely in passing guys not the goal it can be a privilege mm-hmm. if you have it if not it can make you your can, life easier but you you without it you can lead a spectacularly awesome life totally yeah well we will have links to some of those blogs if we can find them mm-hmm. and thanks for listening everybody thank you guys we'll talk to you next right, week happy 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 Happy, happy. Happy Valentine's happy. Day. I wasn't going to know. I didn't know if we wanted to do a Valentine's <laughs> thing or not. I or whatever. All right. All right. Talk to you next time. Bye, Bye everyone. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to help us keep making more great content, go to patreon.com forward slash gender rebels. We have many different levels of support and lots great rewards including drinks with the gender rebels at stonewall please leave a five-star review on itunes that makes it easier for other people to find us and send your questions to questions at genderrebels.com or find us on twitter at the gender rebels music for the gender rebels is by jasper the colossal follow the link down below or download them on itunes today and for all our episodes visit genderrebels.com Gender Rebels is a Come Back Sync production copyright 2019. All rights reserved. And to all you gender rebels out there, keep rebelling. Bye. Bye.
Would your life have been harder had you been had you been black? Had you been had you been female? Had you been poor? Something something like that. Yes. So we should say real quick just went through every piece of privilege. Do you want to give them Kong? Kinda, yeah. They're in the freezer. <laughs> Kong, our favorite brand of dog-shutting-up toy, endorsed by the Gender Rebels. A secondary endorsement by Skippy Peanut Butter. No, we're Jif Peanut Butter people. Get your dogs to shut up while you do a podcast with Kong and Peanut Butter. Yes. <laughs> um, so, so, privilege uh, is playing a video game on the easy level. It is, and privilege is not mean. I'm going to switch rooms, maybe? He oh. wants to be in here with us? Or he wants to be in here with her Kong. Hello, gender rebels. Have you ever thought of purchasing an alligator? Well, here's your chance. We, the gender rebels, have seven alligators of varying sizes, nose to tail, seven feet, up to 13 feet. Don't ask how we got these these alligators. One of them might be a crocodile. We don't remember. But they can be yours for seven easy payments of one thirty nine ninety five. Are you selling our alligator? <laughs> I'm selling some alligators. 